Welcome to the Business Maestro with Kerry Wood, talking all things development, growth, team harmony, and getting the best for you out of your business. Every week, Kerry auditions industry leaders, business owners, and individuals who have increased the tempo on their business growth. For a direct line to Kerry, join the Business Ensemble on Facebook. Here's the thing. Kerry is straight up and straight down the middle. There may be some politically incorrect stuff coming your way. If you're into the no bullshit type of learning, then this podcast is for you. Hey, thanks very much for joining the Business Maestro online podcast today. It's a really spectacular day. For the next 20, 25, maybe 30 minutes, we're going to be talking about business stuff. It'll probably be a little bit fast-paced, and at times it might be a little bit inappropriate, but we're here to make good information available and to try and help you out in your business. And um, So make some notes and come back to me if we can be of any, uh, any help with clarifying some stuff. Today, a really spectacular day, I I guess, because we've got a guy who's our guest who's been running a successful financial software business up against the big players, up against the people spending mega bucks on marketing. That's been uh, Zero and MYOB. And not only is um, is he surviving against them, but his business has been uh, doing wonderfully well in in customer service development and all that. And the bottom line is that he's proven that a New Zealand-based, quality-focused, customer-centric business, my goodness, isn't that a mouthful? not only survive against these big boys, but you can actually thrive. And that's what's important. Uh, you know, New Zealanders, we, we really want to be part of, of our community, and that's what uh, this business is. So I'd like to have the opportunity to introduce you to the, the owner, the CEO, the big man at Accomplished Cash Manager in New Zealand, uh, based in South Auckland. Grant, welcome to the Business Maestro podcast. So tell me, you're Australian, actually, mate. What's it like living in Auckland and uh, running Cash Manager, and which rugby team do you support? Well, Kerry, uh, thanks very much for having me. Really appreciate it. And uh, I'm, listen, I may be an Aussie, but um, I need to let you know that I'm also a Kiwi. So I've been here for uh, 20 years now and became a, a citizen some years ago. And um, that was, I suppose, because following the Wallabies is tough. Um, so by, by doing this, I get to pick and choose. Um, I can uh, validly now uh, support the All Blacks and, of course, the Australian cricket team. So I get the best of both worlds. But in, in, in all fairness, I do. Uh, it's very hard to uh, portray the old old uh, sporting allegiances, so I do follow the Wallabies, and that means my life has been pretty sad for the last fifteen years. Oh, you'll be fine now, mate. You guys got a Kiwi Kiwi coach, Dave Rennie. You guys will be doing a doing it well. You, you'll probably come in the top fifteen in the yeah, world. We we've tried the Kiwi coach thing before. Ah, there is that. Anyway, anyway, outstanding. Hey, listen, you run Cash Manager. You own Cash Manager. Um, you know, really uh, a, a, a successful financial software. How do you compete? You know, against against the big boys, against the zeros and the MIBs and all that sort of carry on. You know, they they spend so much money on marketing, and and you know, how, how do you compete? What what's your point of difference? Yeah, so we've been, as you say, we've been in business for almost 30 years, um, actually started as an Australian business, um, but for many years now based and owned and run in, from New Zealand, uh, from out of Auckland. Um, and yeah, you know, we provide an accounting software solution, basically meeting those two markets, New Zealand and Australia, um, about a dozen of us. Listen, the, the thing that really defines uh, us and makes us different from those really big competitors, uh, as you as you mentioned, because they really are big and they've spent an awful lot of money and continue to do so. Listen, Kerry, I think the number one thing really comes down to uh, personal support. Um, we have continued as a small business to invest 
heavily in, in people and training and simply the uh, customer service uh, ethic and orientation to make sure that we're really uh, there for our customers. And, and we know that works. We get so much feedback um, from our client base just about the fact that it's fantastic. They can pick up the phone. We, you know, they can get to us easily. And we pretty much will do anything that's required to make sure that we sort out the needs or the questions or the concerns of our customers. And that, that's quite different to those big boys. Um, they have very different models there. I'm not saying they're wrong, but it's, it's certainly different. So that whole customer support, which is primarily phone-based support, is really our point of, of difference. Um, there's probably one or two other things. Um, we, uh, these days, are an online provider of accounting software, of course. We are also still happy to provide our customers with a PC-based option too. The rest of the market's not doing that. It's, it's all kind of moved to online. And online doesn't suit everybody all of the time. So by still offering that choice, uh, we find a lot of people respond very positively to that. And then finally, we, we don't force people into what you would call a full general ledger double entry accounting product, which the other guys have. We allow people to be uh, use a, a straight cash book if they choose. And it's, it's quite effective, does everything that's needed, and it's a lot simpler to use. So they're probably the key things, Kerry. But I think really that support customer service is probably the prime driver. Outstanding to actually get a company that answers the phone and, and deals with the customers. Well done. Grant, the reason you're here is you run a company that provides the small business community with, with a product that does information. And, and what I'd like to ask about is how important is, is the information that you get, um, you know, that, that for a business? You're using um, with your accounting products, and we'll talk about other stuff later, but, but you know, how important is it that this information is timely and accurate and, and, and available to them? Oh, listen, Kerry, I think it's absolutely critical. I mean, as obviously being in the business that I'm in, we, we deal with many thousands of small businesses and we get to have interactions with them. And, you know, knowing that you've got the right kind of uh, information that will help you to understand what's happening in your business and therefore allow you to make good business decisions is really essential. And some of that information is going to be the same for different businesses and sometimes it will be different. It's a bit like, I suppose, if you're driving a car, you've got some key information you need to know and understand. Uh, your speedometer tells you how fast you're going and if you'll gauge how much fuel you have left in the tank and, you know, the temperature, how hot the car is, when it should be serviced. You know, there's a, there's a bunch of things like that that are really quite important to understand what you're, what you're doing and where you're going. And it's exactly the same for business. I suppose the old saying is that numbers never lie. And at this time, uh, you know, with, there's been some changes in the world with the pandemic and the COVID stuff. Uh, I suppose there's never been a time really has a grant when information is more pivotal for decisions and making sure your business is viable, solvent and, and successful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think the COVID thing has really driven that home. And, and it's not certainly by a long shot, not over yet you know, making sure that you understand what's happening in your business. And there are a whole lot of different types of key information that you can be focusing on. But I think the COVID thing has really brought home the, the importance of understanding particularly some of the financial stuff uh, that drives your business forward. There's factors around sales, marketing, lead generation, customer satisfaction, all that, all that kind of thing. But this COVID time has really focused on those financial areas. So they might be things, for example, like particularly, what, you know, what is your cash flow like? And what's your forward-looking cash flow projection? Gross margin, profit, you know, budgeting, levels of inventory, days of debt you have outstanding. You know, there's a bunch of these financial things that you really need to understand in order to manage your cash. And because as we all know, and we've all learned through this whole COVID thing, the old expression is absolutely true. Cash is king. You can have a profitable business, but if you don't have good 
cash available to you, then you know you, you can go out of business pretty fast. Yeah, there's three old sayings, aren't there? Cash is king, and then uh, sales is vanity, profit is sanity. Yes, yeah, you're yeah, that's right. a, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yes, a sales is vanity, profit is sanity. Look, you, you mentioned about cash flow and, and gross profit and those sort of things. Um, what about if you've set your business up and you've always been like really sound and never had to worry about it, but right about now you're looking at it going, holy, holy heck, Batman! You know, how do you, how do you go back? How do you how do you how do you like if you've never wor- worried about it before? How do you wor- how do you get the information to start now? Where do you start? Well, listen, it's it's, it's never you know it's never too late to start. If you are running a business and, and you've been in the fortunate position where it hasn't really mattered too much, you know, things have just rolled along nicely and it's all good. And all of a sudden that's different. That's not the case. Um, really, the starting point is in your accounting software. So and that, that comment I've just made there assumes you're using accounting software. And, and you know, if you're not, then it's time to have a look at using, a, I think, a proper system. But if you're using accounting software of some sort, then that really is going to provide you with all of the fundamental basics uh, as to what you need to understand these key information areas, uh, financial information areas of your business. So that's the starting point, your your accounting software. Well, that's really interesting, Grant, because you sell accounting software. Ah, we see. So, yeah, that's fine, mate. That's fine. But uh, seriously, though, seriously. Um, a lot of businesses that, that we deal with at the Auckland Centre of Business Excellence, uh, you know, they, they've, they've hit, a, hit a brick wall for their cash flow and all that. And obviously, the government funding, the government uh, subsidies have been great. So if you've got all that up, one of the things you mentioned, if you don't mind me saying, was leads and, and, and sales and all that sort of thing. How do you do your forecasting? If you've never had to do it, Grant, where do you start? You know, like a lot of businesses, you know, just open the doors and the business comes in. You know, think of a retailer or, or you know, you, you turn the phone on and it rings. Where do you start trying to get that information? Yeah, well, and, and the, that's a really good point. I mean, in, in our experience also, a lot of the businesses that we deal with and have dealt with over the years, strangely enough, don't produce any sort of forecast or a budget. And again, if times are good, you know, maybe that's okay. But even when times are good, it is the right thing to do when you're running a business to actually have some sort of roadmap as to where you're going. And that's called a budget or a forecast. Um, with um, that type of functionality, again, is, uh, and let's go back to your comment, uh, yes, I do sell accounting software. So let's say somebody is not using accounting software, but they're using something. So they're using Word or Excel or something like that. You know, it doesn't matter what you're using, the ability to produce some sort of outward-looking forecast is, is available to you with a little bit of time and effort. If you are using a piece of accounting software, and listen, I actually can't speak for my competitors, but I can speak for my product, you can actually take last year's actuals and simply produce for you a budget going forward for the next 12 months. And at least it gives you a starting point. It may not be the most accurate way of doing it, but it gives you a stake in the ground. So listen, I think, Kerry, if you've if you've not got a starting point, then then you need to have a look at what your previous results have been. And of course, if you're starting a brand new business, well, then that's <laughs> that's the joy of starting a brand new business, isn't it? You've, uh, you've, you've made some forecasts, you've made some estimates. You must have, if you're going to start a business, you must have some idea as to where this is going. The key is to make sure you put them down into some sort of format. Yeah, I, I agree totally. One of the things that we've been uh, getting a couple of clients to do is just effectively uh, export their P&L into Excel, and that gives them the ability to then just looking at it and going, okay, so what has changed? What has improved? What has not improved? What changes do you see possibly happening? And how might this impact the business? 
what I find, and I seek I seek your advice, is that 90% of business owners, numbers frighten them. They look at it and they go, whoa, you know, and it's a, it's a, it's a, not an ignorance, but it's a not knowing exactly where the numbers uh, come from. And so when they say, what's your forecast for next month? And you might go $100,000, they, they get quite nervous. Is that your experience? Yes, listen, definitely, definitely. I mean, I think arguably all this falls into the kind of general pot of the kind of financial management side of your business so there's either the accounting side or what you're talking about there which is the kind of forecasting forward side and a lot of people are very uncomfortable with that or they feel they don't know enough about it or they're not good at it i think the answer in those situations is you know firstly to to spend some time to uh to learn or seek some advice from others because it is out there, it does exist. The second thing to say is like anything in life, you know, at some stage, if you jump on that horse and start riding it, you'll get more and more comfortable, but you've got to, you've got to make that start. And the third thing is, is to have the right tools. And again, I go back to an accounting software type product where some of the stuff is, and not all by the way, and I'll, I'll come back to that point in a moment, but much of the stuff is, is kind of natural to an accounting software solution and it makes it very easy for you. I think the Excel uh, path is absolutely perfect and fine, particularly for people who are starting off in business relatively new, where you may be looking to minimize the amount of money you're spending around the place. Excel is great. Over time, you'll find that Excel tends to get, as much as it's a wonderful product, you, you tend to get cumbersome and prone to errors. So at some stage, I think it is better to move to a product that's custom designed for this kind of stuff. The one little caveat I mentioned a minute ago I'll come back to is, and you've referred to it with your comment about Excel, I think a great thing that a business can do is to do what you would call uh, what if what if analysis in other words you take your numbers for the next 12 months and you say right oh, what if i have a 10 percent price increase or what if my gross margin changes or you know what if the whole range of scenarios generally speaking you won't find accounting software is really well designed to do that but there are other products that can do it but it is a great it's a, it's a really useful thing to do in your business yeah really good advice thank you very much yeah i i just think that as we were discussing i think that our clients i always say um dive in the water's warm because like <laughs> numbers um numbers are sort of uh if you don't know what they are then they do uh, not frightens not the right word but you, you get apprehensive the other thing i seek your feedback on is no matter what number you use it is imperative isn't it that you use the same source data for those numbers so let you know because sometimes what we find is that someone will report sales or report profit but then they've used a different source of data so the number looks better but the source data is different does that make sense yeah that sounds certainly fundamental that then implies that there are at least two different systems in the business where they're producing or measuring or you know finding their data from and yeah that's going to be a problem obviously so again you know i go back to uh, by having an accounting type solution which is custom made for this stuff in your business it will produce the one location from which you know you can derive the information that you need without running the risk that you just talked about okay so apart from financial software which does your gst and your profit and loss and obviously then you can go to auntie jacinda and pay her how much you have to pay her and all of that it's a it's a great thing what other really? what other sort of um information systems or stuff should we get our business owners 
putting in to get this critical information? Grant, what, what, what other systems do you think we should be looking at? As I said earlier on, you know, we've, this, the, we've kind of focused in this discussion on, on the more financial uh, type aspects. But as I said earlier on, there's a whole bunch of others. So the, the first one that would spring to my mind, which I think is really important for a business, is what is commonly called a CRM system or customer relationship management. And that really is a, that's a, a system, piece of software, which allows you to kind of manage your whole database uh, in one place and location and invariably manage all of your sales and marketing activities out of it. So it, it's it's kind of the one place where you can go to to manage your client base. And for someone running a business, that client base, that database of their clients is really their gold. You know, that's what it's all about. We hear plenty of stories over time of people who have a client base with, I don't know, 10,000 customers and when they um, dig into it and actually do some work on it, it turns out that uh, 2,000 are real because the other 8,000 don't have proper contact details or they once were customers and they're not and so forth. So keeping all that kind of stuff relevant, up to date and coordinated is much easier with a CRM system. So to me, that would be the first cab off the rank I would look at. Forecasting, as I said a minute ago, um, I think finding tools, and you can do this with Excel, finding tools that can help you with forecasting and particularly doing what if type analysis, as I mentioned a minute ago, is really, really useful for a business. Customer satisfaction is another area that I think we should all be measuring. And I, bet, I bet New Zealand Post aren't measuring customer <laughs> satisfaction at the moment. I they're, they're well down that track. Yeah, no, they've uh, had their had their had their challenges. That's for sure. There's some horrendous stories coming out of that uh, area there. But you know, understanding it's all very well for us to say, oh yeah, I do a pretty good job, and my customers quite like me. But putting in place systems that can actually measure uh, how well you're satisfying the needs of your customers, and those systems are do exist. There's you know the probably one of the better known ones is called the uh, Net Promoter Score or NPS which, you know, um, anyone listening to this can Google and find out about. But I, I think that's really important because it gives you some uh, more objective information about what's going on. Digital marketing systems. Uh, and again, you know, the whole COVID thing has really uh, taught the world that if you're not, if you don't have digital capabilities and capacities, uh, you're really behind the eight ball. And I know there's been a massive uptake with a lot more to come uh, in the last little while. You know, having a, a halfway decent website, and the ability to understand and measure what's going on with that website when people visit it uh, is also uh, really important. And of course, there's things like Google Analytics and a whole range of things that you can use to do that. And then probably, Kerry, I'd probably finish off with this you know, brief run through of health and safety. These days with businesses, as we all know, especially in the last two or three years here in New Zealand, it's really become a lot more high profile, as is probably right. And so having systems and process in place where you can manage the health and safety part of your business uh, is, you know, not only um, a good thing to do, but it's from a legal perspective, you, you really must do it to protect yourself. And then HR, HR uh, areas as well. Again, a lot of businesses, as they grow, find themselves, particularly if they're starting to employ people, and they get themselves sometimes into kind of hot water. The water's not warm, it's hot. With HR-type matters, you know, where they're not doing the right thing, not, not treating people in the right way, they're, again, they're either products or services or um, systems that can help you to do that. So, you know, there's a bunch of things as a business grows that I think need to be considered. 
how much information is available on that, you know, the, that fabulous thing called Google and the internet, you know, how much information is available on this stuff or are you, when you're looking for it, is there stuff that's not gobbledygook or BS? Is there, is there information you can find out, you know, free trial, stuff like that? Is that, is that readily available or is it sort of a case of you've got to put your hand up and spend a dashed fortune before you get any, any sort of feedback? Yeah, listen, I think Google's, you know, kind of become a bit of a double-edged sword in some ways these days, I, I guess. I mean, there's this massive amount. Well, basically, you know, all the world's information is available to us. What that means, of course, is that you've got to be more discerning uh, as you're spending time on Google uh, investigating whatever it is you're, you're trying to find. So, uh, listen, I think it is there uh, as a general uh, rule, but it can take quite some time to sort through and to feel confident that you're actually going down the right path because we've all had those moments when we've gone on Google and we've found something that looks flash and then we said to ourselves, well... Gee, how do I really know if this is real or not? You know, this is, is kind of dodgy in some way. So my suggestion there would be to do the Google stuff, but also to engage with others, you know, like a coach such as yourself or other organisations that are maybe more local to you and ask their advice. It doesn't necessarily mean you need to spend a fortune, but at least it can uh, reinforce uh, your, your findings. Yep. Um, uh, but but I, listen, I also I've got to say I also am a big fan of the googling thing is good and give you a good kind of uh, picture as to what's available. But you know nothing like if any and if it does does cost you a few bucks, I think it's a few bucks well spent. Nothing like engaging with somebody that you have some sort of knowledge of or faith in who has either been there or done that or is in that space. I think that's a really positive thing to do. Thanks for the advert, Grant. Really do appreciate it. Um, no, I, I agree. I think that if you think about your company, my company, even you know, most accountants and all that will give of their time as a, as a free consultation. Obviously, what we're all looking yeah. for is the business at the end of the day. But, you know, the, the, I, I think that we're, you know, you need to just seek information. Uh, the other thing I've found really interesting is talking to uh, suppliers. Uh, let's just pick someone who might be an electrician, a plumber, a powder coater. If you talk to your suppliers and go, hey, What's everybody using for quoting? What's everybody using for this? They'll tell you, oh, you know, they're using this product or this product and they're finding it very good. Uh, they don't have a dog in the fight. At least it gives you maybe a, a steer or a direction of where, where you should go. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, and I think also, Kara, the you know, when you when people speak to companies, they, they also need to um, have their kind of radar on, I suppose. Um, and, for example, we have people who download tri our trial product and they – call us up and ask us a question about the product and so forth. And, well, you know, we've had, we've had situations where we've said, listen, we don't think this is quite right for you. You know, you might want to consider this or that. You know, so, so I think that you, you get a feel for the type of business you're, you're dealing with too, depending upon that interaction. But companies should be prepared to do that because at the end of the day here, companies should be looking for long-term relationships, not just a quick sale. Look, Grant, we've taken a fair amount of your time and I really, really do appreciate it. What we've tried to establish today is that information is the key to great decisions and we've been really, really lucky to have um, someone who runs an information company, Accomplished Cash Manager. So, Grant, 30 seconds, why should we give Accomplished Cash Manager a try? Come on, let's let's hear the Australian supporter of the Wallabies. Uh, why should we get But you live in, in South Auckland. Actually, you live, in, you live out, out east somewhere uh, uh, from memory. Um, what, what, tell me, what, give us 30 seconds about Cash Manager. Okay, sure, no worries. Our product is probably going to be right for 95% of customers out there, and you would give us a try for um, two or three reasons. One is that we're a New Zealand-based business, 
and we offer amazing support. So we'll spend whatever time it needs to be taken with you to get things sorted. Uh, we also offer full-on training and so forth as well. Um, secondly, uh, we um, we do have that option where you can choose as to whether you want to be an online product or be PC-based, as many still do. Um, and thirdly, we offer a money-back guarantee anyway. So listen, if someone buys our product and after uh, 30 days finds this isn't working for them for some reason, then it's no problem, we'll, we'll refund the money. So there's no great risk there. But I really think the personal side of things at Kerry, is that'll be different to what you might experience with some of these other big fellas. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like just to give uh, uh, Compass Cash Manager a bit of a shout out. Um, I don't tend to recommend a lot of products because it comes back to bite me as a business coach. But the one thing about Accomplish um, people is that uh, they have people who answer the phone. Now, I'm quite happy to, you know, when you, when you ring the 0800 number, they answer the phone, and then the person there deals with it. When you email, they answer the email. You don't get an email back or a note saying, we'll get back to you within 24 hours or 48 hours, as a couple of the other ones do. So that's 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 that. Oh, look, Grant, thanks very much, so much for giving of your time. This is Kerry Wood, the business maestro. This has been um, 27 minutes of, uh, of high-paced stuff with my guest, Grant Hewson, CEO, owner, runner of uh, Accomplished Cash Manager. Just remember, the water warm dive in if you took something away from this podcast or if you know someone that is on their business journey who will find this really valuable be sure to share this wealth of knowledge with them and don't forget to subscribe however you're listening to this and if you're a business owner who needs a bit of oomph join the business ensemble on facebook and continue today's conversation